7.33 on today's glossary. We're going to look at one of the milestones in efforts to tackle climate change. The Paris Agreement, which will go into effect early next month. Cho Ji-yeon. Good morning, Alex. I know you're a big fan of Paris. Yes, I am. But uh, what about the Paris Agreement? Well, I'm a big fan of Paris and a big fan of climate change or adaption. (laughs) So I guess I'm for it. So just to give you a brief explanation, Mm. um, the Paris Agreement was actually adopted in Paris, France at the UN Climate Conference in December 2015. So in order to enter into force, they had to have at least 55 parties accounting for at least 55% of global greenhouse gas emissions um, with the agreement to be able to go into force on November 4th. And for the first time, the Paris Agreement builds upon the convention um, and brings all nations into a common cause to undertake ambitious efforts to combat climate change and adapt to its effects with enhanced support to assist the developing countries to do so as well. Mm. Um, The Paris Agreement's central aim is to strengthen the global response to the threat of climate change by keeping a global temperature rise this century well below 2 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial levels and then to pursue efforts to limit the temperature increase even further to 1.5 degrees Celsius and additionally the agreement aims to strengthen the ability of countries to deal with the impacts of climate change and to, to reach these ambitious goals they have to have appropriate financial flows a new technology framework and an enhanced capacity building framework which will all be put in place and then supporting action by uh, developing countries as well as the most vulnerable countries in line with their own national objectives as well. Mm. So the Climate Accord, it's said to be activated on November 4th. Mm -hmm. This is after the European Union, Canada, Nepal and India all formally ratified the deal and it seems that US President Barack Obama's pretty optimistic about these movements before he heads out of office. Yes, that's right. Well, uh, the two key thresholds to the agreement uh, have now been met with the latest ratifications accounting for nearly 57% of the world's greenhouse gas emissions um, fully committed to the process. The US and China, the world's two largest emitters, both ratified the agreement back in September. So Barack Obama said the Paris Agreement will provide a, quote, turning point in the fight against climate change should nations fully commit to cutting emissions. And he also added that the deal will, quote, open the floodgates for low-carbon innovation at a scale we haven't seen before. But he did warn that emissions will need to be scaled back even further. And here's a quote from uh, President Obama. No nation, not even one as powerful as ours, can solve this on its own. We have to do this together. Even if we meet every target, we will only get to part of where we need to go. But this will help delay or avoid the worst consequences of climate change. It'll help set bolder targets. That's um, both a very realistic and Mm -hmm. rather disappointing point at the end there, isn't it? Well, yes, that's right. Um, But... But in a way, it's it's reassuring and refreshing that uh, leaders have that realization. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one leader, though. Uh, 
in this country, we're also going to have to prepare for the effects of the Paris Agreement. That's right. And the reduction target that Korea has put forth is 37% compared to BAU by 2030. And out of that 37%, the government seeks to reduce 25.7% on our own within the country, and the rest will be purchased from the international monetary market. And according to Bloomberg New Energy Finance, Korea had the most ambitious target among the nations. The problem is that the Korean government has yet to set a detailed implementation plan. The highest emitter of carbon dioxide as of 2013 was the energy industry, making up 42.8%, and in particular, the thermal power generation plants. However, the government has set its uh, seventh round of energy supply plans, and it says that it's going to increase energy consumption by 2.1% per year. And this means that we'll have to come up with alternative sources, which will probably cost more, which probably will receive backlash from the public. Mm. Meanwhile, advanced nations may use this kind of post-2020 press agreement as a reason to raise their protective trade barriers even higher. Uh, The items that are of concern are steel, making up 6% of total exports for for, uh, Korea, and automobiles, taking up 8%. The steelmaking industry as well as the automotive industry are ones that has a lot of carbon dioxide emissions and experts are concerned that the US and EU, which are being more protective of their own steel industries with a global glut conditions, they may start regulating steel imports. And I guess the same applies to the automotive industry as well. Gian, thank you. Thank you, Alex. Cho Gian, taking us through the Paris Agreement for today's glossary.